Point God is a production of iHeartRadio. I was I was kind of I was kind of in awe of Kobe Bryant at that time, but we scrimmaged. Game game is tied. Kobe say, "This a bad motherfucker." We back the Point God show by Slick Studios, presented by iHeartRadio. With yours truly, Baron Davis, aka B Diddy, aka Boom Dizzle, aka Too Easy. I am the host. I am humbled. This is amazing opportunity. This show is to dive deep into the essence, the originality, the poise, the 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 mind the life of some of my favorite point guards that have ever played the game. And when I say point God, it's God-given talent. It is the admiration and the respect for the completion of mind, body, and soul to master a game on so many levels. Right. And you guys may like, you know, everybody like who they like. But I like my point guys because my point guys have stories. They transcend. They pioneer. Right. And they keep developing and keep growing. Ladies and gentlemen. I know you all ready for our next guest. I'm ready for our next guest, born out of Detroit, Michigan. Let's see if y'all can figure this out. We're going to do it. We're going to run it again. Born out of Detroit, Michigan. Was 4'8 by the time he started high school at Ferndale. That's a clue. I just gave you a clue. One of the first four-year starters in his high school history. As a senior... He averaged 25.7 assists and was named Oakland County's best player. That's another clue. And here's the one. Here's the clue. There, in 1996, there was the McDonald's All-American game, and it was the Round Ball Classic. Now, the Round Ball, like the McDonald's, was the big commercial thing. The Round Ball Classic is when you really had the Adidas and the Nike guys and the Reebok and whomever, all the do, all the dogs pretty much got invited to the round ball classic. Cause it was like the underground. And in 1996, you had Jamal McGlure there. You had Kobe Bryant rest in peace. We love you, Kobe. You had the great rip Hamilton. You had Shaheen Holloway, one of the top point guards in the country. You had my big bro, Jason Hart, one of the top point guards out of California. Tim Thomas, out of, out of Jersey, probably the number one player in the country. Yes, all these high school, all-American juggernauts. And something crazy happened. I think 
they were, you know, they uh I can't remember where the game was. I believe it was in Detroit. And I love Detroit. You know why? Because Detroit was like, hold on, where did where is the Detroit homies at? And this dude was killing in high school that it was such a commotion. That the, you know, the round ball classic was like, you know what? And, and shout out to the round ball classic. They was like, man, it's a local kid that probably don't get the national pub, but he cold. He cold. And Detroit is saying like, yo, he are Allen Iverson. You know what I mean? He the show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all see in social media, he he getting down like how Sharif Cooper was getting down. He getting down how how, how Jalen House be getting down. He getting, you know what I mean? All these young dudes that's coming up, you know, he 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 gets down. They let him in the game. I mean, I I, I, I and if you ask me, because I'm a storyteller, I tell you, he showed up at halftime. <laughs> but they let him in the game. He showed up the day of the game. Kobe, Rip Hamilton, Jamal McGlure, Tim Thomas, Shaheen Holloway, Jason Hart, Rashad Phillips. Who? Everybody in Detroit knew. And boy, oh boy, did he turn it out. I tell you what. He turned it out that he walked away with the MVP. I just gave up the goods, bro. We can keep going on, but I got to bring this dog, my dog in so we can just get through. You know what I mean? We can get through the college life because we got to talk about the upset. You know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, a dude that I respect. I respect his mind. I respect, you know, we call him the basketball Yoda. Right, he is four or five years out telling you what is going to happen in free agency, who should be drafted. Right, I mean, as far as a basketball insider, you know, this is my guy. This is all I mean. If he don't say it, I ain't rolling. If he don't stamp it, I ain't rolling. And that's just the way he played. Big admiration, big love, ladies and gentlemen. Let's welcome Rashad Phillips. Point God. What's up, BD? What's up, baby? <laughs> My dog. <laughs> What's hey, happening? Hey, you. Hey, you are a storyteller and a half, bro. <laughs> bro, you know, hey, bro, I gotta give you your roses. You feel me? Hey, I'm sitting here like, man, this is a pretty good movie, man. Like, <laughs> hey, remember you sent it to me? I'm like, yo, it is. It is. You know, I, I I look at I look at your life like a movie. Yeah. It's it's something that I mean, just like hearing it, like it's crazy to hear it because it's like, man, that's like it sounds scripted almost. Like yep. it's it's uh, I mean, I, I really appreciate those flowers, man. Like that means a lot, bro. I really appreciate it. Yeah, that man, let's that. get into it. Like, talk about that. You know what I mean? Growing up in Detroit, right? Cause I love Detroit. You feel what I'm saying? Detroit got the swag. They got the heart. You know what I mean? Detroit got to describe Detroit, right? And describe Detroit game and describe your game coming up as a Detroit point guard. Yeah. Detroit is, um, it's a city. It's a very hard nosed, gritty 
survival, respectful, credibility type of place. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta really, you gotta really walk a straight line in Detroit. And you, you better get your walk respect. a straight line. <laughs> yeah, you, gotta, you gotta walk a straight line in Detroit. I mean, it's it's so rich in history. Um, just not only from a basketball standpoint, but just just from 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 a, a economic boost. You know, back mm-hmm. in the day, they call it the Motor City. Right. It's because that's where the cars were being built, and and there was a, a huge boost in the economy. So it's a worker city. Right. You know, so so everybody, uh, you know, is 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 is, is tough minded, gritty, and mm-hmm. it it kind of translated into the style of basketball player that was molded. From Detroit, you think of Derek Coleman. Uh huh. You know, you uh, you think of Steve Smith. Yeah. You think of Spencer Haywood. Yeah. You, you think of Chris Weber. Mm. You know, like the, the the list goes on. And, and the one thing that all of the Detroit players have, it's one thing that we all have in the same fabric, Jalen Rose as well, is mm-hmm. that we're all gritty. Yes. There's a, there's a grittiness about a Detroit basketball player. No, no yeah. matter who it is. Let's just take Chris Webber. Y'all, y'all grow up in the hood, bro. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, Lord have mercy. Yo, 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 we got to tap in real quick. We, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. Yeah, man, I grew up I grew up on East State Fair in 75. Uh-huh. So if you say that <laughs> to anybody from Detroit, East State Fair in 75, they're going to be like, woo. You made it out of that? Yeah. You know, um, I grew up there. Like, my whole my whole entire childhood, all the way through high school, through college, I grew up there. And I just felt like as a player, I was just a – I was very gritty. I was very hungry. And there there was a fire that burned in, that burned inside of me um, from, a, from a little kid. And it's still like nobody could put that fire out. Right. And – that was one of the reasons why. And I, you were I, small too. I was small. I was small. You know, I like was did, small. Did they? Did, did you? Did you hoop? Like when you was growing up? Like when you started? I mean, because you all pretty much almost had to always be the point guard. Like, did you play yeah. with older players? Like, was it a dude, a legend in your hood that you was like, "Yo, I got to steal what he got." You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, that's that's a great question, and and Steve Smith was the person that oh. I tried to mimic because Smitty. I was able to see him a lot because he went to Detroit Persian. My parents graduated from Detroit Persian, um, and Steve Smith was an East Side legend, you know. Absolutely. And my father had a community center back then, so Steve Smith used to come to my father's community center. So I saw Steve Smith with my own eyes at seven, eight, nine years old wow. working out. And I'm like, so I had, I had the Smitty move. Mm-hmm. I had that in my bag. Hell, he you was know? so cold. And he Smitty was playing was the so point. Cold. He was playing point at six, seven. He played point. A lot of people forget Steve Smith played point guard in high school and, and, and a little bit at Michigan. Steve Smith yep. was so good, bro. Oh my gosh. Like, so good. Oh my gosh. Ridiculous. 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 He was really good, bro. So I got a chance to watch guys like Steve Smith, Chris Weber. um, And then, you know, with Isaiah Thomas playing with the Pistons. Right. As a kid, I was able to idolize and watch Isaiah Thomas as a kid. So those were the kind of guys that I kind of tried to mimic their games and, 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 and kind of 
build on that. That makes sense, man. Because like for me, it's like like magic. You know, it's like you a kid, you watching magic, you winning championships. You a kid, you watching Isaiah, and Isaiah yeah. is winning championships. Winning. Like, talk about you know, talk about like you coming up right, and then it's like, man, you got you got uh, Jalen Rose, you got well, you yeah. got Steve Smith, you got Isaiah, Steve Smith, and then Jalen Rose coming, Chris right? Weber, oh, you know, and it's like, and then here you come. Right. Yeah. What was yeah. that mentality like in, in high school? Like, when did it click for you that you 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 love what you do? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I was. I think it was in my younger days, BD. Um, I played. We had a league called PAL. Um, it was called the, the Police Athletic League that we would play downtown. Uh-huh. So I was uh-huh. I was ten years old, and. One of my friends on the team was David Weber, which was Chris Weber's younger brother okay. who went yep. on to play that. at Central Michigan. And yep. he was David was a really good player in his own mm-hmm. right. You know, David was a year younger than me. Chris Weber used to come to our games every Saturday. Chris Weber wow. was like he was like 15, 16. So he was kind of Chris was like a mythic figure. Right. And, you know, and I was able to be around him. So Chris Weber tells me. One Saturday, I was averaging like 40 points at 10 years old. Chris Weber comes to me. He's like 16 years old, 15. He's like six, eight. He's huge. I'm like this little bitty kid. And he tells me, you're going to be special. Um, So Chris Weber telling me that I was going to be special at 10 years old. I think that's when I knew. I took that. I took that from Chris Weber. He kind of injected that confidence in me. And I just ran with it. That's fire, man. Cause like Chris Weber and, and Chris Weber's so cool though too. Like yeah. what was <laughs> he's so cool. Now talk about like, you know, high school come around, you you high school player of the year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are you getting recruited? Like how like t- tell me about this damn uh magic round ball, because I only read about it. Right. So I'm back in L.A. like, damn, dude, like this is crazy. So I made this whole story up about you, dog. So even before we played you at UCLA, I had this whole mythology about you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But tell me what happened. And, you know, and one like player of the year. I think that was like a pivotal moment. in. in, uh, Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, going into high school, I was small. You know, I was able to start as a freshman. Um, I had six seniors, but I was kind of bred to play the position. So um, I I was able to, you know, help my team win, you know, two district titles and conference titles. By the time my senior year came around, I had grew to like 5'8", 5'9". But I still wasn't being recruited, you know, BD back then. Being small was a a strike against you and also – being a great score from the point guard position wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they wanted, you know, because I think we faced this in LA too. It was yeah. like they wanted you to play basic ball. Yes. And if you were little, they wanted you to play like Jock Vaughn. Yeah, like pass and get out of the yeah, way. Yeah, like Jock Vaughn, you know, because Jock Vaughn, Doug Gottlieb, all them dudes, right? They were traditional. Yeah. And so like Jay Hart was like really like one of them dudes was like, I got D 
and I can get, you know what I mean? I can get yeah. busy, but I'm going to run the team. You know what yes. I mean? He was like a general, but they weren't looking for like little guards that, no. it, 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 you know what it was? It was so many fucking tags, bro. You know what so I mean? Many. He can't do this. He can't do that. He can't. And it's like you, some of the sorriest dudes, right? And, you know, it was like some of the sorriest dudes playing the NBA. And and if and I always used to think, like, imagine if you just had everybody out here who had game. You know what I mean? Wow. Right. Right. That and that and that's what I kind of that that hit me hard, you know, coming out of high school. College coaches wasn't they wasn't knocking on my door. It's like, man, he's five eight. He's a buck fifty. Mm-hmm. He can score a ton of points, but that won't work at the division one level. Like they kept telling my father it just won't work. Um, but for me, I just, you know, again, that fire that burned inside of me, me coming from Detroit, I just knew that wherever I was going to go, I was going to make it happen. So this, so here's the story. Yeah, so how so did went, you hear about the round ball? Yeah. So right. I end up signing to go to university Detroit, which was cool. Okay. Um, a, a college that I loved as a kid. Like yep. I used to watch the universe. U of D was like our UCLA in Detroit. Got you know what it. I mean? uh-huh. it was like, you know what I mean? Like that, that was yep. our UCLA in Got Detroit. It. So going to U of D was a huge accomplishment for our city. Uh-huh. You know, That's big. so, so going there was, was, I was excited about that, but it was crazy that my college coach, Perry Watson, who recruited the fat five, yep. At Michigan, he he was at University of Detroit at the time. And legend, yeah, legend, PW, legend. He called me and was like, "Hey, um, I think I may be able to uh, get you in the Magic Round Ball Classic." And I'm like, "I like, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, no way, no way you can get me in this game." Like, I'm like, Kobe Bryant and Tim Thomas is playing in this Man. game. There's no way to play in this game. I'm not like, he's like. Mateen Cleaves, who was the number one point guard in the nation in 96. Mm-hmm. Mike Bibby was number two, and Jay Hart was number three, and Shaheen yep. was not like they were one, yeah, two, one, two, three, four. four. Like, yep. way of like one, two, three, four, five. It was like the top five point yep. guards in the country, but Mateen got injured. Mm. So they were like, well, who's the next best point guard in the state of Michigan? They was like, well, it's Rashad Phillips, but he's only like five, eight. So, you know, so it was yeah, like, yeah, 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 here we go. Here we go, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yo, you know what time it is. You know, this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors. Let them have it. So they called me and was like, hey, can you come to practice? Can you practice with us um, to see if you fare? I'm like, to see if I fare? Like, who the hell you think? <laughs> to see if I fare? What do, you, what do that even mean? Dog? I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, all right, so I go to the first practice, right? I go to the first practice, and this is the first time that I meet Kobe Bryant, okay? Mm. So this is – I got to tell this story, man. Yeah, it's the please, first time I need I, to know this. This is the first time I encountered a great Kobe Bryant, right? <laughs> okay, so, yes. <laughs> so, so you, you know, we had Slam Magazine. It was magazines back then right. when we were coming out. There was no social media, so – the slam and the street and Smith, that was our Instagram. Yeah, that was our show. So if you get in I, pucks, I mean, it's like, you'll stop going all the way up. Yeah. You know like, I mean? 
and Kobe was everywhere, right? Yeah. Kobe was on every every magazine pictures. I'm looking at pictures of him in high school, like, damn, I'm like, damn, is he really six six? He on he only looked six four. You know, I'm like, you know, we trying to gauge like Yeah, you trying to measure him on <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, uh, he looked like about six four, right. but yeah, man, I walked in the gym. I walked to the gym and everybody was getting dressed. And I, I'm walking in. I see Ed Coda. I see uh-huh. Tim Thomas, six ten, Jamal McGuire. <laughs> Tim Thomas was huge. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, damn man, like these are big boys, dog. So, man. so, um, as we're in the gym, there's double doors at, mm-hmm. at Callahan Hall. And the last dude to walk in was Kobe Bryant. So he bust open the door and he's like walking in line. I'm, and it froze me, bro. <laughs> it froze me. It was the first time that I was froze. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Like Kobe had this glow. Like mm-hmm. he had like this glow. And I'm like, he, he was 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. I was like, damn. Like that's him. That's him. You know what I'm saying? And he so, was nice. I was I was kind of I was Bryant at that time, but we scrimmaged. We got to scrimmage, um, and as we sprint. And what was Kobe oh, like back then? Like when he walked in the gym, did he say something? He didn't say nothing to me until the scrimmage. So, so let me tell you. <laughs> so Kobe never speaks to me, bro. It uh-huh. was like he was so locked in, right? So we doing the three man weaves, and we doing three on. Three on two, two on one. Kobe's like dunking yep. it and sh- like he's moving like Jordan. Yeah, doing his thing. Right. So he never says nothing to me. Walks right past me. Never looks at me. He's he's you know he's like giving everybody else that. Let's go, Ed. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Rip. You know him and Rip was cool. Never yeah. said nothing to me. So I'm like, damn. Like he won't even speak to me, right? Yeah. So the, so here we go. We got a scrimmage. So I get in, Here we go. I get in with the second unit, BD. So I, they they throw me out there, right? And we're down like twelve. Like Kobe's torching everybody. Like we're down like twelve. Yeah. And they like they sub me in, and I get in. We're down like twelve. We just scrimmages, but they had like the they was keeping the score. We're down like twelve, ten or twelve. Kobe stays in. He's like, I'm in. I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm staying. Right. So he stays in against the second unit. He got something against you. I'm like, what the hell, bro? <laughs> so, so um, we get the plan. I get this. I get the boogie in, right? I'm, I'm, I get the boogie. I'm coming off the ball screen. They trying to trap me. I'm splitting it. I'm throwing the oop to Jamal McClure. Uh. <laughs> I hit the D three. I, I give it a do. I get like a little crossover, a little heavy pull. Oh yeah, yeah, the sick got cross. This cross with the pull, right? Game, yeah. game is tied. Kobe say, this a bad motherfucker. <laughs> As he should. <laughs> As he should. <laughs> he say, he, 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 he points down, he say, hey, yo, yo, this motherfucker bad. Yo, guard him. <laughs> and from then on, the respect was there. Yeah. That's but Kobe, Kobe was that that's type of dude where you had to earn his respect. No, that's the type sure. of dude he was. Yeah. Nah, for sure. You know? Yeah, he he 
he he wanted to fade. Like he he wanted to me. Like Kobe just had like a bone. He he just wanted to pick a bone with everybody. You know what I mean? Yes. And it was almost like, you know, it was almost like this this bully mentality. Yes. You know what I mean? Like this bully mentality. People don't see it. Like you, in order to be great, you got to be a bully. You yeah. know what I mean? You got to be over aggressive, and it's like. But when they come and and you get to wiggling and you get to mixing, you know, he was like, okay. he was like oh, let me reassess my yeah. bully. Like, okay, dude, dude, nice, you know. So that right. that moment right there for me was a turning point in my career mm. because the number one player in the country that skipped college to go pro had basically validated me in front of everybody. And, and that's when I knew that I belong. That's what's up. And then we get to the game. So this is crazy though. So, so what was game day like? So, so, so was it, so, so obviously you made the team, yeah, so, right? <laughs> so I made the team. So I, I got to give love to Jason Hart. Okay. So this is how Ooh. it happened though. I, I, I really shout out Jay heater. I, I, I truly believe that Jason Hart is the reason why I had the game that I had. So I'm going to break it down. So the day of the game, um, I still don't know if I'm playing, BD. So they call me early in the morning. The wow. game was like at 1 o'clock, right? So they, they, mm-hmm. they, I, I was staying in the hotel with the team, so I got to hang out with the fellas. That's how we all got cool. But they still didn't know if I was going to play. So it's like – Nine o'clock in the morning, they go to shoot around. I didn't participate in shoot around. So I'm like, damn, I'm not going to play. But I'm like, my family, all of Detroit want to come to the game. And mm-hmm. so it's like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. We going on a bus to the to the Palace of Auburn Hills. They still haven't told me I'm playing. I feel like I'm just like a walk on. Like, yeah. Like, but you, what, do you, like, get, you got gear, though. I got my, I got like, I'm just like, but they, they haven't told me nothing. So I'm like, damn, like. Like, bro, I don't want to just sit on the side. Yeah. So we get to the arena, and the dudes are getting dressed, and the coach says, like, hold up real quick. Hold up. Not yet. I'm like, so I'm not going to play. So I'm like, damn. So mm. he come back. So they run out to go into the layup line, BD. Yeah. They go out. I hear the roar. I hear the roar of the crowd. <laughs> that's, that's fucking whack. No, this is a true story, bro. That's crazy. They go out. Jason Hart like, no, nah, bro, you playing. He like, I'm making sure that you're going to play. Mm. Um, me and Jay Hart established a great friendship over that four days. He like, you going to play. And I'm like, how he got, how he know if I'm going to play, right? Yeah, he the same you know, age as me. Yeah, he ain't got no bull. Jay ain't going for none of that. <laughs> they was like, you playing, bro. So they go out and the, the, they go out and I can hear the roar from the tunnel, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like looking through the tunnel, like, damn, like, I'm mad. Like, I'm hurt. The coach come running through the tunnel. He like, get dressed, you playing. And I was like, okay. And he was like, and 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 you're starting too. Like mm. out of the so I'm I hurry up and get dressed. That's crazy. I don't have any I don't have any shoes. I didn't have the game shoes because they didn't give me the game shoes. 
I was wearing my own shoes through the practice. They didn't give me like the Adidas shoes and oh, all that. That's fucked up. So the so the coach runs in like, "What size you wear?" I said, "I wear, I wear ten and a half. He said, "All we got is eleven and a half." <laughs> yeah, they- <laughs> Threw me the shoes, BD. Eleven and a half. Threw me the shoes. Shoes big as hell. You, if you go back to the film on YouTube, my feet. Hey, big. Dog, I'm about to pull that shit up on everything. Yo, BD, I got these big ass clown Adidas on. I got like four pair of socks because the shoes were so big. My. Mateen Cleaves giving me his jersey because he's not playing. So the Mateen was a big dude. Oh my god! Uh, I they put, I they put tape on the back. They put tape on the back, and they throw me these big ass shorts. So I'm out there <laughs> with these big ass shorts, these big ass shoes, tape on my back, and I'm starting. <laughs> I can't make this shit up. Oh, I'm fucking crying, dog. That is no. fucking. That is <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> it was like, bro, like I'm about to go out here and lay an egg. My shoes too big. <laughs> I can't slide with Shaheen Holloway with these big ass shoes on. Hey, this dude. Hey, you you in a shoe? That's a that's a foot. That's a foot too big. <laughs> It was 11 and a half. I wear a 10 and a half. Oh, my God. And these Adidas were, like, big as hell. They were, like, big-ass clown Adi- shoes. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, they was, like, boats, and they was heavy, too. It was heavy as hell. <laughs> so, you know, the game gets going, though, BD, and my adrenaline kicked in. When the, and, and when I started, I found out that Jason Hart was the person who said, let him start in front of me mm. because this is his hometown. So – I've always been forever indebted to Jay Hart. Shout out to Jay because, Hart, big bro. Because he moved really? over so I can play in front of my hometown. That's huge. Another point, God. Yes. Another point, God. And, and, and to me, this show is all about, like, those stories. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, your story as, you know, um... How do I say it, man? It's like you're so authentic, right? It's such yeah. an authentic story, right? Um, and you're such an opportunist, right? Yeah. Can you just, like, just from a point guard perspective, talk about when opportunity presents itself yeah. What does a point guard need to be ready for, right? Because you got on 11 and a half shoes, you wear 10 and a half. You got on a Mateen Cleaves jersey. He built like a damn football player. Right. You know what I mean? He's 6'3", you 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, right. You got his shorts on, and you know Mateen Cleaves got damn got a waist like Buster Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> Mateen got a big ass. So it's like, he, he had <laughs> You know, talk about that, man. And 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 before we before we close this first part, this first part yeah. episode with Rashad, I want I want to talk. I want I want to end on you, giving so, knowledge. Yeah. So when the opportunity presented itself for me, Baron, I saw I saw my life flash before me right before that starting lineup. I saw 
like a movie. It flashed to my childhood of saying Isaiah Thomas counting down five, four, three, two, one, hitting a game winning shot. It flashed to me spending long hours in the gym with my pops. I saw I saw the moment that this was the opportunity for me to show the world. I felt like the world was watching me at that moment. So there was no way that I was going to allow any situation to take away that opportunity for me. I wasn't going to allow it to happen. My shoes was too big. I had every excuse to fail. I had every excuse to fail, but I had one reason to succeed. Mm. And I went on and won the MVP of the game. And my team won the game. And at the end of the game, Kobe Bryant gave an interview to Dick Vitale and said that I don't even want to talk about me. Like this game shows that people like Rashad Phillips, they're out there. And it makes us, it's a reality check to guys like myself who are in the lights. And a guy like Rashad who's in the dark, when you put him under the lights, he's just as good as everybody out here. And that for me was all that I needed to push forward. Mm, Amazing. (laughs) Man, couldn't have said it better. Ladies and gentlemen, guess what? We'll be back with part two of the point guard Rashad Phillips because there's more this is just the story next part is the legacy thank y'all for tuning in Point God is a production of iHeartRadio for more podcasts from iHeartRadio visit the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 